Hi. Um. <laughs> that sucked. The LSU Tigers beat the Florida Gators. Historic game for the LSU Tigers. Historic game for the Florida Gators defense. We're going to talk about that and so much more here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back, I guess, to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Saturday night. It's an awesome evening, isn't it? I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNIS underscore Brandon x whatever wns underscore brand and find all my written work with whole nine sports giants country nfl 33 uh join the subtext where we can talk about that disastrous performance by the florida gators that's going to be really fun there uh it's two weeks free five bucks per month after that it's genuinely it's fun it's extra it's bonus content there that uh that you get to partake in and it's just a fun way to support the show if that's what you'd like to do but this game was just it's tough it's tough because i want to say that florida played okay for the first half because they did for the first half they played all right right like i i think it's hard to complain about the first half where you go in there and you're down 17 14 defense made a goal line stand like the defense made some plays where it's really hard to hate on them again in the first half and only the first half and then you talk about the second half i mean there's no way to go into or out of this game and not be really pissed because when it comes down to it um the Florida Gators gave up 700 yards against the LSU Tigers, against Jaden Daniels. He continued his Heisman campaign. Uh, there's there's a billion things that you can complain about this game. You can say, oh, there was no pressure. Oh, there was no coverage on the back end. Here's the thing. We've talked about, we've spent this whole this whole season really talking about who can step up talking about how we don't see a complete performance, how we haven't seen a complete performance from this Florida Gators team. And here's the thing. Um, We didn't see anybody on the defense show up. That's it. Just, we didn't see anybody show up. Pass rush didn't show up. Run defense didn't really show up. Coverage didn't show up. It was the defense put together one of the worst performances. Sorry, let me let me scratch that. The defense didn't put together one of the worst performances that we've ever seen. Um, the Florida Gators defense put up the worst performance we've ever seen from them. 
it, it was just bad throughout 700 yards. Jaden Daniels accounted for 600 of them. Do you know how freaking pathetic and embarrassing that is? I get it. Like, we could talk about this defense is young because the here's the thing. Corners, not young. They just suck. Safeties, young. We can talk about that. We can say the safeties are just young. We, we saw it with Jordan Castell and Bryce Thornton. They're both true freshmen starting in safety. It's hard for me to kill them for things. But when I watch Jason Marshall, G5 Jason out there, be bad. And when I watch Jalen Kimber be bad in this game, it's wild to look at the guys who are supposed to be the experienced ones be bad. And there's no other way to describe them other than that. That's what they were, especially in this game. The defense, for a few weeks now, has been the reason that the Florida Gators are not bowl eligible. The offense was not perfect. 35 points is literally exactly what I projected. And I said that this game would be 45-35. It was 52-35, so pretty damn close. But this game is insane. I see, I see a comment in there about the refs. Refs didn't give up 52 points, okay? Um, it, it was just, it was insane. And I see a comment there, and again, I try to get the comments in the second half of this, but I see a comment there that says, uh, I said last year's defense was worse. How do I feel now? This year's defense is probably, talent-wise, worse, but it's easier to deal with because there's so many freshmen. Like, I can look at... Jordan Castell has made plays. Jordan Castell has gotten better as the year's gone on. Bryce Thornton has gotten better. Last year, we were looking at guys who were running out of seniority, running out of eligibility. That's what we were looking at. This year, at least we're looking at true freshmen, and we can talk about that. We can say that they're getting valuable experience for next time. We can cope however we want to cope. But when it comes down to it, this is a team that is they're just not good at football right now uh they're more athletic than i ever was they're more athletic than i'm ever gonna be they're better at football than i ever was and they're better at football than i'm ever going to be but i can sit here and i can tell you that on Jaden daniel's last touchdown pass to brian thomas jr the second I mean, literally, the second I saw him pull that ball back, I audibly said, touchdown. That's how bad this defense is, that the moment a quarterback pulls the ball behind his head, I know there's someone wide open downfield. So we can complain about the pass. Because here's the thing. It's not just that they're bad at things. They're also just not playing complimentary football. In the sense of, yes, the pass rush should have hit home more. I hated the pass rush plan tonight. I, I, I absolutely hated it. However, pass rush doesn't matter when there's no coverage. I understand that even in the Lockdown Gators Discord, links in the description below, even in that, people talk about it's hard to cover 
when there's no pass rush. It's hard to rush the passer and have time to work there when there's no coverage. This is what we call a dog crap defense right now. Far too up linebackers had bad pursuit angles. I remember there was one play specifically where Scooby was still making the communication unless you snap the ball. You gotta be quicker than that if you want to compete in the SEC. Because again, this is the SEC. I get it. The SEC is having a down year. They're still kicking the crap out of everyone now. Like, look at look at the top of the SEC. This is still the SEC. And you can't be eh in the SEC. I see a comment. It's not the O. It's not the offense's fault that they're not putting up insane numbers. But there's like Graham Mertz has the same issues this season that are bothering me. And again, he's greatly exceeded expectations. He's greatly outperformed expectations. He's played a hell of a season this year. But the things that he does that drive me absolutely freaking crazy, throw the ball away. If you're going to scramble, take off and run. Stop doing this bull crap where you're like, you know what? I feel like a second and 12 instead of a second and eight. I just don't get it. It, it, it just it, it blows my mind to watch that. And this offense, we see Trey Wilson be so damn dynamic every time he touches the ball. And between the from the moment the first quarter ends to the moment the fourth quarter starts, Billy Napier's just like, Trey Wilson? Nah, I'm good at that. I'm, I'm good on those. Nah, nah, I need this team is just a catastrophic failure this year. And it starts at the top this year. Look, I'm not I'm not saying that Florida should have won this game. I'm not saying that it should have been significantly closer. I'm saying there have been far too many moments where there was just bad football from this team, whether it's stupid penalties. I don't like to talk about players as if they're not good again because they're better than I'm ever going to be. I don't like to say that players are just generally bad. I will say, why on earth is Damian George starting at right tackle? Which, by the way, like, like when you put him at left tackle, he's fine. He's better than Austin Barber when he's at left tackle. But they play him at right tackle because they, for some reason, feel they need to play Austin Barber at left tackle. Oh, my God. I get 35 points is an all right show. It's a it's a pretty good showing if you're Florida. However, this was also against LSU, who's given up 45. They gave up 31 to Arkansas. They gave up 55 to Ole Miss. They gave up 39 to Missouri. I mean... Yeah, th this isn't a great LSU defense. It's a bad LSU defense. Let's just call a spade a spade. 35 points is respectable, we'll say. It's not ideal, but it's respectable, we'll say. Um, yeah, we'll say that, but 52 points, wow. I'm not saying anybody needs to be fired from this game. I'm, I'm not going to say that. I refuse to make uh, an assessment like that off one game. 
But when you look at the past month, the defense has been really, really bad. Like, really bad. Um, highest paid assistants are the ones that are underperforming. Okay? Corey Raymond in the secondary. Austin Armstrong is DC. Rob Sale as O-line coach and an offensive coordinator. The highest paid assistants are the ones that are really crap in the bed right now. Um, that's that's rough. Uh, we'll talk about the chat. We'll we'll talk with the chat for the rest of this for the rest of this uh, this bonus episode. But before before I get to the chat, before I spend time reading those and and losing my mind even further, it's time for your game changer of the week. And guess what? It's brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company. The Florida Gators game change for the week this this week. I'm going to say it was Austin Armstrong. In the worst freaking way. I'm going to say it was Austin Armstrong. Athletic Brewing Co., they, they've changed the non-alcoholic beer game. For better. I cannot say the same about Austin The approach that the team took, oh man, we'll talk about it. But... First-time customers, you can use code LOCKEDON to get 15% off your first online order with athleticbrewing.com. And I'm telling you, they're actually fantastic. They are fantastic. I need alcohol tonight, but they are fantastic. Let's go LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Exclusions and conditions do apply. Athletic Brewing Company is fit for all times. And today's bonus episode of Locked On Gators is also brought to you by Prize Picks. Price Picks is the best way for me to make money playing daily fantasy this year. If you've got skills and a little bit of time, you can turn $10 into $250 with just, guess what, a few easy taps and research. It's simple and easy to play with quick withdrawals, too. It's what makes Price Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Thank you, Jaden Daniels and Jalen Moro. You both helped me make money today because your yard's more easy easy money go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to 100 remember that prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy 90 of you in here welcome to locked on gators postcast just tears are flowing right now right let's take a deep breath i just spilled that on me but whatever fun stuff there um this this game is just it was bad. I'm going to break out the whiteboard for a second. I wasn't planning on breaking out the whiteboard, but there's a, there's a specific play that I want to bring up on the whiteboard, and LSU ran it a lot. It was five offensive linemen, QB. Uh, we'll put the F there. We'll put the Jack there. We'll put the one there. We'll put the three there. We'll put the Mike, the Will. Okay, so this is what the play looks like, right? And this is LSU's favorite play. It worked every single time they did it. So what happens is they snap the ball, right? They snap the ball. Offensive line. They're dropping back into their little pass sets. So they snap the ball. They drop back in it, right? And then this is what happens. Jaden Daniels drops back. It's a five-step drop, three-step drop. And then he just runs right by everybody. That's my favorite play. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um... It was, it was the coolest play ever. It worked every single time. Um, it was, it was really fun. <laughs> it was ridiculous that it worked like that. 
Uh, who does Billy blame in the press conference tonight, dude? I'd, hopefully himself. I, I kind of want him to be like, <laughs> who would have thought? Who would have thought that Jaden Daniels was going to run the ball? Who would have who would have thought Jaden Daniels was going to do two things? One, run the ball himself. Two, bomb it on our heads. Who could have predicted that? No one expected that, right? Um, it was it was this was child's play. Like I felt like I felt like I was playing my seven year old cousin in Madden. That's what it was like being LSU's offense um, against Florida's defense. It was it was, it was dog crap. Um, episodes like this, I wish we could just go explicit because man, it was bad. It was bad. Austin Armstrong, again, schematically, he does some things very well. I, I like I will give credit where credit is due. Austin Armstrong does something schematically really freaking well. And as much as we don't want to admit it, Billy Napier has done some things offensively where he's improved a lot. Like we talk about, uh, I, I know I tweeted out the video of it before, but they ran split zone, they bluffed it, and they ran a reverse or an end around off of it. And that was a really cool play design. I'm going to draw it. I'm, I'm whiteboarding it up because why not, right? Life is pain. We might as well have some fun with it. So you got your offensive line right here. We'll just put, I don't know what they call there. And so I'm just going to put end there. You got QB here. We have Hayden here. That I'm going to put H. We have Trevor Etienne here. So seven. We got one there, Ricky Pearsall. We've got Trey Wilson there, and this is what happened. So that's that's basically the setup. I only drew one defender because he's all that matters for talking about this. You run split zone. Split zone is that. Running back is running to that side, and, and the tight end is basically sealing the edge on the opposite side. When they ran that, it also was accompanied by jet motion by Ricky Pearsall. Drag the defense one way. Then you run split zone, make him think you're going that way, and we ran the reverse here, and it led Hayden Hansen right there to just lead block it. And it was a fun play design. Like I will give credit where credit is due. That was a fun play design. The split zone bluff, you hand it off to the end around. It's fun. It's awesome. Uh, so I just wanted to talk about that because there were some things that this team did well. Like I'm, I'm not going to pretend that they didn't. Offense had some great plays. Defense, you made some good plays. Jaden Hill sacks in back-to-back games. We'll give credit there. Uh, Prince Leomon Mellon, I don't remember a single play where he made an impact except for Jaden Daniels' 85-yard rushing touchdown with the read option. He crashed down. Probably should have contained, although it, I will say this. It also looked like Bryce Thornton was trying to loop around. So I'm not sure if this is like that 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 play that the Georgia guy posted, uh, Brooks Austin, I think it was, and he's like, "Oh, like you never go in," but Prince was like, "Hey, I was supposed to go in. Linebacker supposed to wrap around. Maybe it was that." But man, um, it's just I don't think you could break out a play like that against Jaden Daniels, like because it's not just like, "Oh, you can't defend the option like that." Jaden Daniels is athlete. He outran the whole defense. Like this was just, it was a bad performance 
every step of the way. Okay? It was a bad performance every step of the way. And I get there are some things where you go, it's the process. Things are going to get better. You can say, I'm not out on this coaching staff. And I'm not going to be out on this coaching staff this year. I need to stop saying I'm not out because guess what? That's not changing this year, just in general. I'm not the type to do that. At the end of the year, we'll see. But even then, doubt it. Also, because I know he's not getting fired. Like, I know Billy Napier's not getting fired. Ain't happening. So there's no point in being like, ah, well, I'm out. Because then I'm just going to be sitting here and, frankly, bitching and moaning for the next two years. And that, that seems wasteful, right? But I will say, this coaching staff needs drastic changes. You need to hire an offensive coordinator. You have to figure out what the hell is going on with Corey Raymond because the secondary has been well below par, and it's the guys who've had two years with him. Jordan Castell, he's had bad plays. He's had good plays. Bryce Thornton's had bad plays. He's had good plays. They're true freshmen. I'll take it. I don't care about the good plays or the bad plays there. I will take it. But Jason Marshall Jr., Jalen Kimber, bad. They, they've played worse. Austin Barber on the offensive line. Rob Sale, sorry, buddy. I defended you all offseason of don't get rid of him. He can, def he can develop. Austin Barber has regressed greatly. He's regret. He got spun around. He has had multiple bad games at this point, and he was a guy who I swear Florida Gators Twitter was Austin Barber is going to be a first round pick. He was never going to be that, buddy boy. He's regressed, but even if he didn't regress, he was never going to be that. The offensive line is bad for some reason. They refuse to make the change at right tackle, and I will stay with this, Damian George is better at left tackle than he is at right tackle. I don't know why, but he is. Okay. And for so, like I'm fine. If you want to start Damian George at left tackle, put Cam Waits at right tackle and put Austin Barber on the bench for a game, do it. Do it. I don't care because guess what? None of them are working out a ton right now. None of them. Running game had one of their better games, but even then, I get it. Like, I, I, I get it. You ran for damn near 200. Trevor Etienne had 18 carries. Uh, Montreal Johnson had 16 carries. Both backs played okay. This was against a defense that was allowing over five yards per carry. I'm not, I'm not too great at math, but if I'm not mistaken, yeah, 4.2 yards per carry this game. 4.2. Granted, that's including sacks and, and whatnot, but so is the 5.5 yards that they've been allowed. So you lost that battle as well. I will say some positives. Florida went up-tempo more frequently in this game than they had, I think, in any other game, or at least it felt like they did. So there was that. Uh, I blame Billy for the defense, and then just no, I didn't do that at all. Um, Joe Blackburn said, who is your boss so I can at least do my part and try to get you fired if it doesn't work? So be it. Joe Blackburn, you want to know who my boss is so you can try and go get me fired? At Zach Blackerby or David Locke. Go do it, buddy.
because I promise you, I'm still going to be right here telling you the truth about the Florida Gators program. Um, they're they're they've been bad. They've been bad. So there's that. Um, yeah, I listen to this guy pretending no football. All right, buddy. So there you go, Joe. Uh, yeah, you you say whatever you want to those guys. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, this is legitimately just people like in the chat fighting. If Napier's fired, Strickland will get a third chance to hire the head coach. Yes, Sean. That is exactly right. If Billy Napier gets fired at any point, Sean Strickland will not have, or Scott Strickland will not have the opportunity to hire another head coach. He won't. Because this would have been his that that didn't work. Um so th there's that. That didn't work. Lagway, Phil, Sammy McCray, none of these guys will end up in our class. Watch out. Highly doubt that. Um, yeah, highly doubt that. This game sucked. We'll say that. Uh, Florida Gators fans, let's feel. Well, that's what Saturdays are for. Saturdays are for feeling. So let's, uh, when are the corners going to be subbed? I will say that I'm curious to know what would have happened with Devin Moore had he not been uh, ruled out with a concussion that he sustained in practice. Curious what would have happened there. Yeah. Um, we'll see how that goes. How bad is Florida State going to lay the wood to 70 points? I don't know. Florida State's weird. They're, they're just a very weird team. Like, I, I just, I can't, I still don't have a beat on them as to whether or not they're actually good or not. We'll see what really happens. Like, I know that they're good, but yeah. Uh, Brandon, do we keep Mertz if we get an OC, DC, and O-line coach, and special teams coach? Not replacing a DC. I don't, I don't think that you replace Austin Armstrong because I think it's really hard to sell the process as a coach if you replace your DC again after just replacing Patrick Tony. I think Mer I think Mertz is just if he wants to come back. It's does he want to come back or go to the NFL? And I don't think that... I don't think he's ever going to be better than an NFL backup. So I think he comes back has one more year of, of glory. If you want to call it that as a starting QB and then calls it a day, he's going to have faster weapons, hopefully a better O-line can't be worse. So I, I think that you look at that and you look at the grand picture, maybe Graham Mertz comes back, but man, next year could be rough. Um, still got Missouri next week. And look, if Florida's first half against LSU, if you can put that together for a full game, you have a legitimate chance. You went into Death Valley, and you played two strong quarters to start. A solid third quarter. I think if you put together a, a similar performance, as in your similar talent, like you did this against a better offense than Missouri has. So I, I think that if you could do that, Great, but also you're going up against a better defense. But I'm Brandon Olson. This is Locked on Gators. Uh, thank you for, I mean, listening to this show at all, tuning in at any point. Thanks, Bill. Love you. Uh, thanks, Will. I actually appreciate that one. That wasn't a sarcastic one. Um, pe people say whatever they want. The fan base, they look for people to bash it out on, so I get it. As a Florida Gators fan, I'm going to. I'm going to take it out on, on my friends. Uh, we have game night monopoly, um, but thank you so much. This is still amazing to me that I get to do this for a job. Almost 30 minutes of this. 
life is pain sometimes. Thank you very much, Thomas. Love you. Um, thanks for tuning in. And yeah, we'll be here Monday again talking this Florida Gators game. I I love you all in the chat right now that are defending me. That's fantastic. Um, thank you so much. This will never get lost on me. I appreciate you very much. And as always, see you all on Monday.